from Kurtco Media. Hey Joe, hope you're doing well. I was wondering if you could do an episode on how to make friends as an adult. Thanks. Welcome to Life Done Better. I'm your host, Jill DeJong. A listener named Meg asked, can you do an episode on how to make friends as an adult? I just graduated college and moved to a new city and I'm finding it hard to connect with people and make new friends. Yes, moving to a new place and making new friends can be challenging, especially during COVID where everyone is keeping to themselves and their small circle of family and friends. But life is better with good friends. It's truly special to find like-minded souls who make you laugh, cry, and you can be your silly self with. I invited two of my precious friends to discuss the topic. Erin is a new friend who I met here in Maui. She lives around the corner and we get to hang out several times a week. We've known each other for about nine months. And then there's Renee, who I've been friends with for nine years. She lives in Colorado. We've never lived in the same state and only see each other once a year. But we've maintained a close friendship for all these years, mainly over the phone. Welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you, Jill. I'm happy to be here. We are like the best of friends and we only get to hang out once a year. But what we do is we leave each other detailed messages on WhatsApp. And it kind of feels like free therapy, right? We can talk through our day and how we feel and we get feedback on that. And and it's really priceless. And so I invited you for this episode because you are a gem of a friend. And I know you just moved to Denver where you've been working but not living. And I know that over the past few years, you've had some tough friend breakups that left you, you know, sad, hard, hard, you know, it's sad to say goodbye to friends that you have shared so much with. But you've come out on the other side. And the good news is you have space in your life for new friends. And you are a go-getter. And I would love to hear how you are going about making new friends. Yeah, sure. And so, you know, it's interesting because I did move to a new new place. And the reason why I moved was so I could make new friends because I was living kind of isolated in the mountains. And now I'm downtown in a really, you know, beautiful luxury high rise building with hundreds of residents. And with COVID, you can't really interact the way that you probably could before. But one of the things in, in me wanting to expand my, my circle of friends, even with COVID, is that I noticed in my building, we're a dog building. And I have two dogs, and they're lovely, and they're great. And when we go out, when I go to walk them about three times a day, that's my interaction with people, either in the elevator or my neighbors in the building if we're downstairs in the lobby. And then when I'm at the dog park, And I noticed that I was having all these conversations with the dogs and I would talk to the owner about their dogs, (laughs) but not engage with them as human beings. And so a couple months ago, I, I made it a point where I'm like, listen, I want more friends. I want more humans in my life. I need to do something. And so the the one step I did was it, when I interacted with the, the dog owners, look them in the eye and ask them their name and just engage with them as a person and not just focus on the dogs. And it's funny because they were like, oh yeah, my name is so-and-so. And then we just kind of came out of the dog element and can focus on the human part. 
So that was one tip. And then it just started from there. You know, then you can start having the interaction. And since then I've had, you know, a couple of people come over like, Hey, come over for a drink or, Hey, I really wanted to get to know you a little bit better. And one of the things I did for Christmas is once I learned the names of the people, I found out what unit they were in. And some of them were on my floor. And during Christmas, I made like Christmas cookies and some fudge and toffee and just made little gift bags. And I just put it on their door with a little note. And it made a huge difference of just, Oh, wow. That was so nice of you to send that treat. And now I've like opened the door to maybe have a conversation and expand the friendship. That is so thoughtful. Yeah, that is really a nice thing to do. And it really, you know, you're putting your best foot forward as in, hey, I know it's a tough time. I know it's, you know, not easy to make new friends now, but we do live in the same building, even on the same floor. And if we can get along, great. You don't even have to be the best of friends just yet, you know, like, and maybe there's a great friendship or maybe it will just be a good neighbor. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is with this isolation, it's it's hard to really feel like you can be yourself. And there might be someone literally next door to me that's feeling the same way. And if we can connect, then great. And I just encourage people to, you have to put yourself out there and you know, the, the people will come to you. It really will, as long as you have the intention to do it. I think so too. You put yourself out there with the best energy because energy is contagious, right? So if you are feeling good, it's more likely people feel like they want to talk to you. And if you are a bit shy, intimidated to start up a conversation, I would say make it about the other person. Like generally show interest in that person's life. Ask a good question. People are often surprised when I ask a pretty deep question for this new friendship. And I'm just like, yeah, that's who I am. I mean, their response actually makes me understand if I can have that friendship with them or not, right? Because I do love good conversations and not just like, oh, the weather and work and kids and husbands and, you know, whatever else. I mean, yeah, sure. It's nice to talk about that, but what do you feel and what are you going through in life and what are your desires and what is your passion, but also, you know, maybe fears that come up or things you're dealing with. And I think the intimacy, and I think that's also what we share that make us keep putting in the work because it is work, right? You have to invest time to maintain a friendship. As you're now getting interviewed to, to be a judge, that's you know really important to you. And it's a lifelong dream that's about to come through. And yeah, like I want to know the, the you know, emotional state that you're in and I want to like support you. And, and before you go into the interview, you'll get a message from me. And that also is like, really important in friendships to show up for each other when it's most important. With any friendship, you have to put in what you want out of it and um, the things like leaving the detailed messages with you or, you know, going that extra effort to say, oh, I know you're having an important meeting today or I know you have a, a big thing that's due or whatever it means and just show that you're paying attention and and that you care. That's really what, what friendship is, is that you care and that you both are giving and taking, but you're, you're, you're enriched by that person. And that's, that's the ideal. And so I think to your listener, that's trying to look for a new friend or, or how to put themselves out there, you have to put yourself out there, but be careful about the energy you're bringing in and what you're willing to, to give off and just make sure it's positive and light, you know, as much as possible. Yeah. And, and where I find it important that you have some common ground because you want to talk about things that you enjoy talking about. You don't always have to like share that much because Renee and I are best of friends and we, you know, what we have in common, we love to eat and we love talking mm -hmm. about food. <laughs> yes. What we have in common, Jeez. we, you know, we <laughs> always like to improve our lives and find, you know, hacks to do so, but plenty of other things that we don't share. Right. Well, I love, I love ending with that. Mwah. 
I love you. Big virtual hugs coming your way. Yes, absolutely. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Aaron. On medicine, we're still practicing. Join Dr. Stephen Tabak and Bill Curtis for real conversations with the medical professionals who have their finger on the pulse of healthcare in the modern world. Available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Produced by Kurt Co. Media. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you so much, Jill. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy that you're here and live around the corner and we get to spend quality time together because that makes my life better. And recently you shared that, you know, this is kind of new, like an, an, an adult friendship. You're like, I've had so many, you know, great friends and obviously still in touch with them, but I've, I've not made really a lot of new friends. This is kind of kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's exciting to make friends as adults because we're so much more self-aware now. So understanding ourselves better, we can recognize things in other people in a way that's so different, I think, than from when I was younger. When I invited you to my Wednesday Adventure Day with another best friend, and it's a it's a precious little group, right? I mean, it's like we've become these the three musketeers, and we're all, you know every Wednesday, whether we're busy or not, we're just taking that time to connect to do something fun, and that that time has become so precious because we do live such busy lives, and you know we we need a bit of a outlet just to do something outside of what we do every day. So making time to cultivate a friendship is super important to, you know, to, yeah, just like a love relationship to nourish that. I couldn't agree with you more. As adults, you know, we have our defense mechanisms up maybe in certain ways because, you know, it is scary to put yourself out there sometimes. And obviously, the more time you spend with people that you enjoy spending time with, the closer you become. And the more crazy conversations get and more personal. Yes, we love that. And that's beautiful, you know, the deepening of friendships and just really going through that process as a more self-actualized person. Like previously, it's like we, I think, are in more social situations when we're younger, right? Like we're thrown into um, like group sports or group activities or school. And, you know, the friendships can start at such a surface level. You know, it's like, love your shirt. Want to be friends? Like, and it's just, <laughs> like you come together and, and, and beautiful things can grow from that too. But when you're older, I mean, I think the biggest distinction for me is that I have so much less time now. You know, I have a, a job, I have a child, I have a husband, like, you know, we have so many more responsibilities now. And so the time is just so limited. So when we do make time for friendships, it's like you really want to be more deciphering, more selective, and more intentional about who, who you spend that time with. Absolutely. It's going to add something to your day and, and uh, it really, it's, it's going to feel like a great addition to your life because like you said, there is little time in a day. You have a lot of other things to do, obligations, and also you need some alone time at times. So 
when when you do invite someone new into your life, it's really important to gauge how you feel around that person. It's about being thoughtful and it's about, yeah, sharing what you're passionate about and, and enjoying things together because we need to play as adults. I think it's so important to take time to play. And, and I, I'm not a mother, but you can probably tell me more. When you are a mother and you engage, obviously, with friends of your son, now they obviously have a mother that then maybe expects a friendship too. How does that work between you moms? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think all moms have a common bond. Well, that's such a huge part of our lives. I don't think that solely being a mother is enough to form a friendship, a deep friendship. COVID makes it a little more complicated for us moms because especially for my son, you know, he's really social and he wants to go play with kids all the time and talk to children and adults and whatever. And we're all just trying to do what's best for our families and, you know, protect ourselves, but also not scare our children into like about having social interactions. So that part has been a little bit um, complicated. I'm sure not just for me, but for anybody who's listening to this, who is a mother, but I have some really close friends who are moms and I have really close friends that aren't. So for me, Um, motherhood alone is not like the common denomination and and bottom line for building a friendship. But yeah, I haven't honestly met any moms that I couldn't stand to be around. So that's lucky for me, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you look, we, we obviously have plenty of opportunities to talk to people that may be, you know, a potentially become a friend. And so just like dating, you may just ha- you know connect with some people that have the potential, but eventually it may not you know feel the same way as when the you know when you started talking to them. Some people are just not consistent consistent with their mood or how they show up. The closest friends are the most precious ones that really do become family. Like friends are the family that we choose. I love that saying. Yeah. And just one more thing I want to piggyback on, you know, I feel like scheduling time for friendships is key. I really honestly feel like, you know, we get so caught up in our our lives, our everyday lives that we won't do things unless we make the time for them. So that is so important in terms of growing friendships as an adult is to be really intentional about scheduling time. Like we know that at the very least every Wednesday afternoon, we are going to have this time together. And if we didn't schedule that in, honestly, like we might go weeks and we live down the street from each other only because we just get caught up in, you know, the mechanisms of our everyday life. And so if I just like had one piece of advice, I would say to schedule the time to invest in growing friendships. Oh, I love that. And I I so agree because scheduling time for friendship is as important as scheduling time for exercise and all the wonderful other things that you want to do in your life and experience. And that's also another thing that we can share. If you really know what you want out of a friendship, write it down on a list and then go down that list and see if you are that person that you're wanting to attract into your life. Are you that best friend? And if not, then you may have to work on some of your friendship muscles and that's okay. 
but be a best friend, be the friend that you want to attract. Thank you so much for sharing about your, you know, like adult life of, of making friendships and uh, becoming my neighbor accidentally, but definitely for a good reason. All right. Now you've heard from my friend Aaron and my friend Renee, how they think about friendships, what they find important in friendships, and how they go about making new friends. I'm going to give you my two cents on friendship. We'll be right back. I've got another show that you'll love that I've been a guest on in the past, Behind the Human with Mark Champagne. It's a top 50 show focused on upgrading your mental fitness. Mark unpacks the stories and practices keeping exceptional humans at the top of their game personally and professionally. You can find Behind the Human with Mark Champagne on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. My husband always dreamed of spending more time in Maui. And so we built a home and it was ready right before COVID turned the world upside down. We were just furnishing it and kept extending our stay as our friends in LA said it was a shit show there. So we did not end up going back. We still live here and really enjoy it. But before COVID, I was unsure if I would enjoy living here full time. And the reason was I did not have any friends here. I knew some people through my man, but my main concern was that I would miss my LA friends slash family terribly and would not find similar friendships here. But then a girl came to look at the guest house that we were looking to rent out and she came in with radiant energy. Her name is Julia. She had a smile on her face and we got along right away. When she left, I felt recharged with good vibes. And even though she did not rent the guest house, it was the start of a new friendship that made all the difference for me living here. We started going on long hikes. We talked for hours and we started doing Adventure Wednesday. We take the afternoon off to do something fun, something different, and usually come home with mud under our nails, a few new bruises or scratches, and a big smile on our face. We make time to connect even when we're really busy. So this one friendship really turned my experience around here in Maui. From that friendship on, I have like now other friends that are really amazing friends. And one of them that now comes on Adventure Wednesday is Aaron. And the three of us really get to enjoy spending quality time together. Now, making friends is not always easy. I totally understand that. And so I have put three things on my list that I recommend you to do and think of when you are wanting to have new, awesome so nourishing, beautiful friendship in your life. So number one, talk to people that share a common interest. Go to the places that invite that conversation. If you have a dog and you go to the park, then that might be a great place. If you ride horses and you go to a horse stable, then you'd find common interest there. For me, it was the beach. Starting kiteboarding last year, I have gained a whole community on the beach. So many great men and women share the same joy there. Then number two, gauge the energy. How do you feel when you talk and hang out with this person? Do you feel high on life, neutral or drained? Spend more time with the people that make you feel good. And of course, we say that often, but really internalize that. Like what is the energetic feedback that you're getting? Number three, if you're not super comfortable talking about yourself or starting a conversation, if you're a bit more on the shy side, it's okay. Make it all about the other person. 
People love talking about themselves. So ask some interesting questions. You know, the more genuine, the better. So ask a question and talk about something that you're really interested in. Or maybe you're dealing with something and you're like, I wonder how he or she is dealing with that. And ask something that you're truly interested in and makes the other person like think for a second and go like, huh, good question. And so, yeah, don't be shy. People love connection. We all love to feel connected to one another. We are stronger together. We're better together. And friends are the family that you choose. So choose wisely. Spend your time with people that uplift you, that support you, that make you feel seen, loved, and heard. I'm your friend in your mind, and I love the fact that we spend quality time together every other week here on Life Done Better. Much love and a big virtual hug to you. This episode was produced and edited by AJ Mosley for Kurt Co. Media. Mastering by Steve Ricky Berg. Until next time, my friends, have a beautiful day. Kirkco Media. Media for your mind.